Hot Damn. You're listening to Season 3 of Frolicking Chronicles. How are you vibing this, sis? Well, I think we wanted to call it, is it the Abbey Melrose Morticia or is it Melrose Abbey Morticia? It's actually Melrose Abbey when I yes, when I okay. went back to the website. But for us, whatever reason, Abbey stood out to me because of the, uh, you know, paranormal ghost shows that I watch. And one of them is uh, Paranormal Lockdown and Katrina um, and this other guy that like stay overnight. And it's this like castle in the UK. And there's this place called the Abbey and it's really, really haunted. And then Jack Osborne, who we talk up all the time. Maybe some point he'll invite us. <laughs> um, but he has a show right now where he goes back to his hometown in the UK. And there is a place there called the Abbey where French monks, uh, talking about the drink that you should update our followers on, that it, there is an actual shortage that uh, this specific liqueur is made by French monks. And so when we realized this past Saturday the Graveyard Mafia Club invited us to go to uh, Melrose Abbey in Anaheim, which is a mortuary funeral home. Uh, the Abbey just stood out, and I was like, oh, my gosh, is this place automatically well, haunted? It's that, old. Of, uh, uh, Boys Town, WeHo, West Hollywood, the Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> Sis, you're the not, you're not lying. That's the first thing she said. She said, the Abbey, are we going to brunch? well um this basically says that the abbey melrose abbey uh has been around since 1929 samantha and i can both contest it is a stunning building uh we are going to put a video together for our patreon um peeps that shows not a security guard, but one of their caretakers who we came across upon when we were coming down the stairs. He was coming up the stairs and Samantha immediately struck up a conversation and he was willing to tell him, tell us his paranormal discoveries um, while he's been at work on the clock um, from, I believe he said, 7 to 4 p.m. Yes, and daytime shift, but relatively quiet. Because I imagine people um, probably go to visit their loved ones either in the evening or early. I, I don't know. Was I don't know. I think you definitely have to go on the website and check their hours. And Samantha's going to talk about who the famous person is that's there. Uh, but I have to say that it was almost like the crazy coolest happenstance because this gent's name was Ronnie. R-O-N-N-I, which is... Yeah, um, and how I was uh, taught to spell it when I was a kid, and then I've just changed it to R-O-N-I because Veronica, yeah, I shortened it, and you know, anyway. Um, That being said, he was... R-O-N-I is in your name. Exactly, and that's why I I lean towards that. It makes sense. Thank you, sis. All these extra letters. I I can't wait to see. You said you were going to put it on YouTube, the behind the scenes. I am. I think so, and just, you know... We didn't have our gear with us as far as just a microphone. And well, we didn't have a Jaden with us, but we had a Paxton, which was awesome. No, but I'm saying that we didn't bring our H6 Zoom. So uh, yes. when he's talking, we didn't, we weren't able to amplify his voice 
uh, because there was a live band in front of the mortuary. That know, could, yeah, could, did you, so if you guys can imagine, we're in the chapel area, but we're upstairs uh, in part of their mausoleum. So there's yes. buildings all over the place. And without to give away the funness of our uh, YouTube video that's going to be coming up. In between the organ player and the band playing outside. Yeah, so there's like noise, <laughs> like literally right on this side, you know, on this side. And, and we're kind of getting smushed. But you can still make out what he's saying. And if I can yes. figure out doing the captions... I'll try and do that. Oh, I think that would be. So but I haven't good. been successful at doing that so far. So we'll so we'll see what we can do. I think you have. You can do it. Okay, sure. we'll go with that. If they're not yeah. there, you know why. <laughs> I uh, wasn't able to. So do it. so originally we were going to go to um, Forever Hollywood Cemetery yes. and then go to a pop up shop uh, event to support our vendors that got canceled uh, last minute. Which was fine because, you know, this is our busy season and driving to L.A., that's a big push for us. And Ronnie got this great invitation by the Graveyard Mafia Club, um, Hearst Club that she's involved with. And um, I'm a, I'm a member. This. I'm a family member. Yeah. And now I own a Hearst, too. So, like, last year, yeah. this time last year, I was an honorary family member because I put Hearst on so list. many events. And this year, I feel like I'm legitimized. Legit. <laughs> You're bona fide. I'm okay, bona fide, so yeah. You are bona fide. So they were having, so they were invited by, to a private event uh, for the funeral directors. Yeah, so let me talk a little bit about that. So basically how that, that works is um, the club members are involved in a direct message chat in uh, Instagram, which is awesome. Oh. And so when we get these special invites, they'll post the flyer on there. And what I didn't realize is that it wasn't a public event. And yeah. that's what made it so special. It was a private event um, where only folks that are affiliated with funeral homes as funeral directors, um, you have to be connected somehow. Now, the Hearst Club is invited because, you know, Charlie can get up to 40 hearses. I mean, most times. He has a big show coming up in Whittier at the Whittier Museum on October 29th. So if you guys don't have plans and you live close to Whittier, I encourage you to go check out all the cool hearses. Um, that's like a big pull for that haunt. Um, Nick is an amazing uh, museum director for that historical society and I I just um, I'm always no matter if I help with an event or not I'm always going to encourage to support uh, support historical preservation and uh, so if you're near Whittier for sure go check out that show uh, that being said there wasn't 40 hearses at this event but man there was some cool ones and I have a really cool shot of Tamantha Standing in front of, Tamantha, was it like a 1926 hearse, wood hearse? I feel like it was 19, uh-huh. I, mm -hmm. I feel like it was in that realm. And, and I feel I, like Dante actually talks about it. He posted a YouTube video today. Oh, then I'll ask him some more questions about it. But this image I took of Tamantha, we're at this event. Paxton's with us. Um, super, super cool. And I snapped this picture of Tamantha in front of this old wooden um, hearse. And I kid you guys not, when I look at the shadow, like we're taking the picture of the hearse, but the shadow looks like a Western cowboy wearing a hat and holding like a gun. Yeah, Do you remember that image of, I showed you? Okay, so you took the photo. It wasn't on my camera, not those downloaded photos. Because I was trying to Oh, maybe it like, was. Maybe it was Paxton who took well, it. I took pictures of you for sure. I remember that. Yeah, I saw. I know, but I don't feel like you can 
see me in the photo. It's just my shadow. It's just a shadow. So maybe it was me taking the photo. Maybe, but it just, to me, when I saw the shadow, I was like, who's this cowboy standing in front of that? But it's, so I don't know if entities or whatever can manipulate shadows to give an, you know, impression, but it didn't look like Samantha's shadow is what I'm telling you. So I'll be sure to share that skill shot. It was uncanny. We were wearing flower crowns because they said they were going to have ofrendas, altars. And they did have some. Not as many as I anticipated, but the one that, and I don't even know if we got pictures of it, was the one with the woman we met who has the cool hearse with the spider, Spider-Man themed hearse. What did she yeah, say so her she, name was? Well, she's, her name is Trisha, but everybody calls her more Trisha. I and love this that. this was a pleasant surprise when we um, parked the car. By the way, it was drizzling. Yeah. And uh, pretty, you know, um, uh, sprinkly kind of evening the sun had set already and you know we walk into the area and we first see her at her altar set up and she did have that cool uh bohemian what are they peacock chairs and she was sitting in the corner dressed in black i mean she had she she was dressed like morticia adams i mean they asked her specifically to dress like her and it was really cool and the friend that she was standing in front of had Morticia Adams and because we found out Carolyn Jones the original actress from I believe uh, was 1964 was the television show she is buried there from um, the Adams family her, 1964 yeah, with her uh, mother and um, she's located in Crypt, in Crypt North Patio 46 GG with her mother and um, she starred as, yep, as Morticia Adams in the Adams Family uh, in 1964. And, you know, it's funny because I had no idea. Uh, by the way, she died young, guys. She died like at 53 years old from colon cancer. And then as we were reading her, her bio, she was married to Aaron Spelling. Like, that tripped oh, yeah, me I out. Not She had multiple idea. husbands, but that tripped me out. Yeah, but what was interesting, I thought, is that she's she's naturally a strawberry blonde, and she had dyed her hair black for the bachelor party and just kept that color for several years. And I think you said that's where she she actually won an Oscar? Yeah, yeah, she won an Oscar. So mm-hmm. if you guys have been longtime listeners or fans of, of what we do, you know that we used to be very much into the Academy Awards. Um, it's kind of fallen to the wayside the last few years just because – you know, the energies in Hollywood and all the things. Yeah. Uh, but we used to be really into it. I mean, and, mm-hmm. you know, guessing who's going to win. And so when we found out she was actually an acclaimed Academy Award winning actress, boom, yes. you know, it's it's just quite amazing. It's, it's too bad she doesn't get more uh claim for that yeah or we only so, hear about her that she's the adam but she, morticia adams. she also was she was casted she was the first choice and she was an avid fan of the cartoons she also smoked three packs of cigarettes a day what? But she quit because she wanted to pursue singing but then when the singing career didn't work out she never went back to the nicotine so that was great good but for she her. also was a dj at a local radio station while she was in high school. What? So she was very intriguing. And it's sad that her life was cut short because she really probably would have gone on to still continue to do amazing and incredible things. Um, but what I didn't realize was that the Adams Family cartoon was created by Charles Adams, 
who wrote um, cartoon strips and they were dark um, for the New Yorker magazine. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And so, um, by the way, speaking of cartoon strips or this, that, and the other, what about our friend Jordan Monsell's post today on his Instagram about his oh, great grand, his great grandfather was the one who drew the Morton Salt Girl. You know, all of us have the iodized salt. All, you know, everybody has iodized salt. You know, that little girl with the raincoat and the umbrella. His great-grandfather was the one who drew that illustration. Wow, that's so It's well, amazing. He's glad to be a good artist. Then. Yeah. So anyways, check out Jordan Monsell's Instagram. It's, that was just yeah. so, such a cool little tidbit I'd never even remembered. I didn't know. Yeah, so Charles Adams uh, created the Adams Family in the New Yorker magazine. Um, he actually had a very happy, you know, what we would consider normal traditional childhood, although he wished it would would be more ghastly because he kind of was like a, a spooky, spooky person. Yeah. Uh huh. So he made a good living in the arts working for the New Yorker. He wasn't filthy rich, but he had an apartment overlooking the MoMA Sculpture Garden. He drove a Bugatti and a Bentley. Uh, he dated Jackie Kennedy not long after really? the assassination mm-hmm. Ooh, wow. and was at the top of everyone's dinner party list. He was known for his gags, and uh, I guess he just was fun to be around. Even Alfred Hitchcock uh, name-dropped meeting him at one point. And so, um, wow, that's yeah, cool. Very, yes, and so uh, what's interesting is because in this article I was reading earlier today, it said that um, he never watched the Adams Family shows because it was aired on Friday nights. So, But it was probably because he was always at, like, a dinner party or something because, you know, he was well sought after. He's always um, being invited. Yeah. The characters were unnamed until the television show debuted. Uh, Pugsley, he was actually wanting to name him Pubert, but the network thought that was too risky. <laughs> Gomez, I know, right? And Gomez, um, actor John Aston, invoted him, but the, his original name wasn't going to be Gomez. It was going to be Repelli for Repellent. Oh, interesting. So I feel like Charles Adams was very uh, creative. Kind of, yes, witty and clever. Uh, the Adams Family is a fictional family created by uh, American cartoons. Uh, this is from the SmithsonianMagazine.com. Uh, the cultural history of the Adams family, Patrick Sauer, October 11th, 2019. That's where I got most of that stuff. Um, in the summer of 1938, the spooky clan appeared in a vacuum ad in the New Yorker, uh, and they cemented themselves in the mausoleum of pop horror culture history with that show. Really? I know, right? Um, okay. Uh, Morticia and Wednesday's names originated with a 1962 doll collection. But the family didn't come to be known as uh, today until the show debuted um, on ABC. So it was ABC show, September 18th, 1964 at 8.30 p.m. So you can imagine everybody, you know, tuning in to this show, um, you know, in the fall season at 8. I could just totally picture it. Um, all three of Charles Adams' real, in real life wives resembled Marticia. Wow, that is awesome. Uh-huh. And, um, okay, in the show... So he was, had a type. <laughs> uh-huh, he had a type. The show was a direct response to CBS sitcom The Monsters. Both shows debuted and were canceled within days of each other. 
What? So they were competitive shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes okay. sense. So I didn't. I never realized that, but it makes sense because they were both in black and white. Right. right. They were both with families. Uh, the cartoon strips were darker than the show as it was more zany and spooky. The Munsters was funny. Adams delivered an in where Adams delivered an intellectual theme with adult kind of ideas behind it. Okay. Um, well, sure. There was all the in the very light. Well, yeah. So that's my next point. So she was the, wow. the New Yorker Gomez is ugly. So a lot of people were uh, kind of up in arms about the casting of the, uh, which I forgot to look up that actor's name. We love him from the Count of Monte Cristo. And all we do stuff. love him, but I'm not going to lie. I was expecting something different for this new show. Okay. But I, back to Jordan, Jordan was like, yeah, but the original cartoon, he's not a good looking dude. So this was in line. And so I think that made sense. But here's what you, to your point about the kissy kissy. They're generally the first TV couple with an active sex life, Morticia and Gomez. Yeah. So, uh huh. Brilliant. And, uh, I know. So that so that's interesting. And then uh, the theme song, Vic Mizzy um, was known for his classic uh, things that he put together. And I guess MC Hammer later riffed it. I didn't. Look yeah. It. Um, the show was canceled after two years and sixty four episodes. Okay. Interesting. 1964, 64 year, uh, 64 episodes. That's yeah, kind of well, interesting. Uh, okay. And then it was revived in 1991 with Raul, uh, Julia and Angela, Angelica Houston. Sorry, I'm stumbling. Okay. Me. By the way, I love Angelica Houston. Oh, she's, she's She was fantastic. Yeah. As Gomez and Morticia. And then in April of 2010, the Adams Family show ran on Broadway for two years. Yeah, it's actually a cool production. I've never seen the Broadway version. I've seen like, you know, local community ones and it's funny. Okay, I, I absolutely never had. Um, and then the cartoonist, <laughs> excuse me, Charles Adams, he died of a heart attack in his car in September 1988. So he never saw the movies. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I got... That was, I just didn't even know Adams versus the Munsters, ABC versus CBS, or, you know, all these kind of TV history, pop culture facts about it. But I can remember Angelica Houston, 1991. You know, that's kind of the era of, you know, the Adams family came out. Hocus Pocus was soon after, and A Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, it's like kind of all of us Halloween spooky people got like a little, you know, push in the right direction as far as movies well and and i think you're definitely hitting on something there because our generation i believe you know even last week you were talking a little bit about martha stewart and you know having the magazines out and our cocktail was out of one of her magazines and i was thinking why we were so uh, interested in that show and excited to see her segments and the thing is, because we were allowed to enjoy Halloween when we came up, you know, it was fun. It was exciting. You got to pretend to be, you were able to wear costumes to school, um, have little parades. And then having that childhood nostalgicness, we grow up. And then before you know it, it's our generation that's making it a, you know, multi-billion, you know, dollar, dollar industry because we're willing to pay. And now we're just seeing like hand over fist how many, how much the horror community, Halloween lover community has grown and blossomed. And by the way, it is one of the most inclusive 
and supportive uh, genre of people ever. Um, So I'm so excited to be uh, affiliated with that. And also, I mean, going back to Graveyard Mafia, I mean, a year ago, a year and a half ago, um, I wasn't necessarily aware that there were these formal clubs um maybe more than that maybe two years maybe two years we went to one haunt and it and there was the hearses outside and that's when I started to notice like oh they have these plaques in their windows and one was phantom coaches and the other one was graveyard mafia and on some of the hearses they have they they belong to both clubs so then um I was kind of you know approached actually by Rich who was at the event last Saturday and he's like you know you don't have to own a hearse in order to become a a club member and I was like I don't you know so Eric sees my eyes light up it was Rich and uh, he was with this guy Ronnie who's well known in the hearse um, community and Rich is a blast Uh, Tamantha and I you know usually make sure if he's around we say hi and Oh, Rich, we're going to visit you in Tennessee, Rich. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he has a beautiful wisteria colored uh, flower car. He didn't have that hearse at this last show last Saturday. He had the, the black one. I forget what year it is, but why it stands out is because it's from Japan. And the 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 wheel um, is on the right-hand side versus the left-hand side. So he has, like, special uh, cars within his collection. Uh, but that Melrose Abbey place, Tamantha... We came in, we went right past Miss Caroline Jones, you know, Carolyn well, Jones thing. Well, it wasn't yeah. marked, it wasn't anything, so it was nice that that Miss, you know, Mortricia. No, sis, we walked right I mean, yeah. it's labeled just like everybody else uh-huh. is labeled, but I'm saying to have an event there and not have the flowers or the candles out, we walked right past it. And then when Miss Mortricia was asking us, like, did you see it? And and then she was trying to give us direction. We couldn't find it. We're like, where is she talking about? And so, so we went, went back. back and said, would you be so kind as to lead us Just way? show, just show. Know. And she got up and she had her cute little fur, you know, faux, faux black fur, you know, um, said, little did coat. Did I say her friends call her more Trisha? Yeah, more Trisha. And so then we walked out through those glass doors. She showed us exactly where it was. And then I think the the funeral um, people who were doing the event caught on. And the next thing we knew, they had the stuff out there. Uh, But our friends Cameron and Dante from uh, Halloween Hunters, they belong to Graveyard Mafia uh, Hearst Club. That's how I met them. And so they were roaming around. And next thing you know, I'm like, where did those guys go? And so I'm calling them on the phone. And and they finally, you know, connect with us. And um, But we got caught up by this ofrenda area where Mortricia was. And then one of the funeral guys, totally in character, yes. wanted to tell us, like, there's this game you can play. He was going to give us flashlights to borrow. Because, guys, during this event... You can go around the mortuary where they have certain sections, uh, no lights, and you do a flashlight tour. So we... So in the dark, going around these crypts, basically. Yeah. Basically, that is exactly what we were doing. And then we went into the chapel, and you hear the organ playing but you don't see anybody playing the organ and then you realize that the organ is upstairs and because Cameron and Dante had started their tour before us they were like did you guys know you can go in the basement and we're like no and so it was cool because then they became our tour guides of sorts and then they're like showing us all the bits and pieces and then um 
you know, Dante points out a pretty specific thing that we'll have in our, our uh, YouTube channel uh, as soon as I can get it up, uh, just specifically talking about when you realize you're having a service celebration of life for your family member, and then you look all around you up and down and below, and you're already surrounded by death, you know, basically. So it's an interesting way that People they designed that it. Passed on yeah. And, <laughs> and then Rich was uh, cool enough to tell us to make sure we um, went to the areas where, okay, so typically when people get cremated, you know, they're put in the urns, but they have it to where you can be put into a, uh, and it would be considered an urn, I'm sure, but it's like a library book. Yeah, in the shape of a library. In book. the shape of a library, really cool. a big, you know, encyclopedia. I mean, like huge size. And and the then family members had these, you know, books, and then it said like the years. It was an interesting concept. It was so interesting. And this uh, uh, cemetery is a memorial park, if you will. It is located uh, just kind of off of Chapman and Lewis. Like it's a couple streets up from the Crystal Cathedral. And uh, I did write the end, uh, 2303 South Manchester Avenue, Anaheim, 92802. And the website is melroseabbeyfh.com. It was formerly the Rose Hills Anaheim location. So um, I couldn't read too much more about the history on their website. But they don't say a lot. exactly where I was going. They do not say a lot. They don't say a lot on the website. And I will tell you, even how they had the... um, their hearses against that iron gate, it, it made sense in the way that they could open the back of the hearse and you can see, like, especially with Donna there with her ambulance, she has the gurney in there with the mannequins and Tori's another fun one. She's a younger one. She actually bought the hearse from Dante. It's a, I believe it was a 1970. Oh. And... Uh, her her parents always come with her, if, and her boyfriend too, but her parents, what, we went to an event it's on like Friday, then he was there Saturday. Yeah, everybody needs a hobby in this group of friends that you found. It's just so, uh, to me, unique and interesting. And they're so cool. You know, it is, like you said, it's an inclusive uh, community, but I want to say it's an authentic community. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And in these days, you know, where we deal with fakeness all the time and social influencers and everybody. All the superficialness. Yeah, they may think us spooky people are weird, but you know what? I'll say that at least we're authentic. Amen to that. By the way, uh, is this a good moment to talk about our cocktail and then we can give some announcements? Okay, so... Tonight, we have made what's called a witch's brew, which I found on the website, acouplecooks.com. Now, Ronnie pointed out uh, the recipe does not give the measurements. So I was like, what's happening here? I need measurements. You know, it was really strange. So, you know what's funny is they said it for a highball glass. So I was giving Ronnie some very high amounts to try and put to fill the glass. But then when I was looking in my cabinet, I got one of our wedding glasses. Oh, um, beautiful. And it's the smaller for probably a white wine. But um, That looks perfect. Right? The amount um, of liquor that I used was uh, one and a half ounces of Mindori, a half ounce of Contru, um, 
because I was going to do uh, the blue carousel. I don't know where that came up. I think that came up from your drink last week. Okay. So, yeah. So, then the contrue. Because I'm like, I knew I had all these ingredients when she first told me about it. So, contrue it is. And then um, one juice of a uh, a lemon. So, fresh lemon juice. And I used all of one lemon. Now, the fun part is when you... Okay. So, you're going to... Pour these ingredients over ice, stir it, strain it into the glass of your choice. And uh, you can get dry ice, but follow the safety rules with dry ice um, because you need to wear gloves, you need to not drink it. So it will go to the bottom of your cup uh, and it will, you know, make the witch's brew. Yeah, this this, uh, steam or the fog look that comes about, right? Yeah. And then I garnished with, of course, my Lizardo cherry because I just love that deep black. And so mine, um, it really turned out beautiful. It, it looks really great. I don't have those cherries on hand, but I feel like I need to have a jar because we're making enough cocktails where we should. Uh, I will show mine. I'll be honest, I can snack on those things without anything. I know, right? Shall we do a cheers, sis? This is mine. Mine's lighter in color. I actually feel like I hit that chartreuse color a bit with mine. Hey, cheers. Let me make that sound. Cheers, sis. Cheers to the Hearst Club and to Dante and Cameron. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are my boys. Yeah, that's good. I think it's like kind of sweet for me right now for the time of day that it is, you know. Well, and I didn't have... um, if you can believe it, I don't have, I did not have a fresh lemon about. So I was going to do lime and then because I don't always like so much tartness and that Midori, I know you make the Midori sours with, I was a little bit worried, but I ha- still had some blood orange, um, like a blood orange drink in my refrigerator. So I just kind of topped it off with that. So the same company that does the ginger beer that we sometimes yeah. use for cocktails. So it's like Australian. Yes, it's Australian. I, I love it. So um, yeah, cheers to the club. Cheers to Cameron and Dante, who I can predict you guys will be seeing a lot of. <laughs> yes, they are so much fun. And um trying to see. Yeah, so we have, so Tamantha and I, uh, want you guys to for sure if you have a youtube uh if you have a youtube channel share it with us we we will totally like subscribe but if you guys check out youtube you have your little account uh make sure you're subscribing to our stuff and put on notifications we have some fun things coming up Mm -hmm. uh if you guys can do it become patreon members because this last weekend Tamantha allowed me to film her house and if you know Tamantha sometimes her account goes on private um also myself I don't show my house too much so this will not be something that's aired on YouTube it will only be for Patreon viewers but we're basically putting we put together a little Halloween house tour and I'm super excited because your house turned out great this year um thank you I just got an early start you were out of town for a birthday I was home and, uh, it's just too perfect. It's all um, Day of the Dead theme. Of course, you have some vintage Halloween inside your actual house. So you guys, check out our Patreon. Um, we will be sharing it with all the tiers. So $5, I mean, that's actually less than a cup of coffee nowadays at Starbucks. So it supports us. It supports our channel. So far, we haven't done any of the sponsorships or advertisements. We have got hit up. We just have not committed to that whole thing. Um 
because Samantha knows I, I like my Discovery Plus and my AMC Plus because I don't have a lot of commercials. So just consider it uh, and we'd be greatly appreciative. Yes. That being said, sis. Um, we are getting into, we are in the week of Halloween. Halloween, right? yeah. It's going to air on the 27th. 7th. Mm-hmm. And then happy Halloween to everybody. Stay safe. Um Hey, don't, if you're wearing all black, please have some glow-in-the-dark or some reflective stuff out there. I'll tell you, that cemetery was pretty dark at night. There was no extra additional lights. You know what? They, um, when we came up, uh, we came through the actual graveyard part of it. And we did see a family at their family plot with the candles and, and doing their thing. That was really cool. We walked through the mausoleum before we actually got to where the Hearst Club, uh, you know, were all lined up. It was the front of they the- had, because the property gets very dark, they had generators um, with the lights on. So it was a little bit noisy, like I said, or I should say what Tamantha said earlier when you're watching that YouTube video, just be patient with us because we didn't have our Jaden with all the equipment and all the things. Uh, but Ronnie's story is... Pretty fantastic, you know, right. the bumps in the night. And he's very proud of his work in the mausoleum. He, he should be. <laughs> he was awesome. He was a fun guy. I hope we can bring yeah. him a sandwich and, like, hang out and picnic over there, even though we saw signs that say no picnicking. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I saw signs no picketing, which, to pick, picketing, picnicking. Uh, Tamantha <laughs> and I, when we were in Paris, that was one of the things that really stood out to us is that at Père Lachaise Cemetery, uh, where Jim Morrison is buried, Oscar Wilde, um, you know, the La Vie and Rose, all, all of those beautiful people are, um, Edith, uh, that's her name, uh, they're buried there. And it's a beautiful cemetery with real family tombs. And one of the things that stood out to me when we were living in Paris is that the families go and they visit. And when I say visit, they're bringing picnics. Um, they're hanging out. They're not like, you know, doing the sign of the cross. You know, people have, not you know. Of it. No, they're not scared. It's like, once again, that whole phrase for me being death positive, that's very real. And they would have in front of some of the family tombs where they would have these huge uh, vases and all the incense. And so you'd walk by, especially in the ones from, um, you know, of the Chinese culture. And that's in Paris. I didn't realize so many Chinese people would be buried at that, uh, you know, cemetery, but but they actually are. So... Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is read the rules because Samantha and I, had we been able to show when the sun was up, we would have brought a picnic Probably basket right. and thought we could have hung out and picnic at the cemetery. Hey, that's interesting too because um, anyway, I got scolded today. I won't say where I was, but I was trying to document me dropping off something and the ma'am, there's no filming here. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. And then the guy that uh, was kind of behind me said, oh, you got yelled at. And I said, yeah, I sure did. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You know, and uh, and that being said, if any of you guys are going to be going to Hollywood Forever Cemetery on a whim like we would have done. Uh, Eric and I were watching a video on YouTube and this guy was going through the whole history. He was pointing out certain actresses and actors and it's probably a 40 minute video. And as he gets to the tail end, he announces, hey, I just got told I'm not allowed to record here from a security guard. So he was kind of like hiding. So I told Samantha, that's cool that he said that because 
we would have been filming ourselves most likely, you know. That's really interesting. I wonder if it's just because based on the agreement they have with like the one tour guide, like when I was looking it up, there's one person that's the go-to for those tours. Um, I do remember reading that it's Saturday we were going to go. The buildings actually aren't open, so you wouldn't be able to see Marilyn Monroe um, or, you know, some of the other uh, people there. I was excited to see Vampira, but um, that was on the regular grounds. Right. So, yeah, just do a little bit of research before you visit. Visit uh, any of the cemeteries or, you know, mausoleums, mortuaries, and make sure you're, number one, allowed to be there. Uh, Number two, what are the restrictions? And I would definitely say make friends with the staff because Ronnie was a cool yeah, dude. I'm excited to share that later on. I would also say, you know, if you're bringing flowers, support the flower shop if you can. Yes. I'm sure that would look more kindly on you to be like, okay, they, they bought flowers from us. Right. And guys, be sure to tag us in your cool videos of whatever you're doing this Halloween weekend. Yeah, I want to see your costumes. Yeah. decorations. Um, whether, you know, big or small, we love an intimate, uh, thing. If you're just watching, you know, a a movie with some awesome popcorn and treats, like tag us, you know, amen to that. Like all the parties and everything. I love it. Get your spooky on happy, happy haunting. Right. Okay. Well, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, sis. I'll see you Saturday night.